Hello, hello. Welcome back. It's your girl, Katura. I'm Joe. It's Courtney. And this is Tanisha. Together we make Brown Epiphany. Welcome back, y'all. Welcome, Welcome back. back. Hey. Um, okay, so you guys know the drill. Feeling word and the question of the day being in fun, because you guys don't like it when I get intense all the time. I'll be back again <laughs> next week. Um, what's your favorite color combo for like an outfit or... A house or whatever just two colors or three colors that go well together that's a good question um i'm feeling neutral today like <laughs> that is like your favorite feeling it's you a gotta go to wait you gotta switch it it's like my we're most... not gonna let you <laughs> we're gonna call it out next week i'm <laughs> gonna bring like an emotions wheel my my neutral just means like I'm just in a good mood, you know I'm chilling. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I'm feeling. I'm, I'm chilling. Can I say that? Sure. Oh no, yeah. I can't take <laughs> away your feelings from you. <laughs> Favorite color combo? Is this what we wear? She said it could be. Anything. Yeah, it could be oh. what you wear. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say my favorite, and I haven't done it yet, but I promise you when I get my house, it's going to be the first thing I do. And I like that um, emerald green and gold vibe. Mm. It's just so elegant. Like, my next office got to be that. Right. right. But if I'm going to put something on, it's all black is the (laughs) go-to. Like, easy, easy, easy. So, like, black, black is the combo. Likely something all black, a black dress, a black bodysuit. Like, it's likely going to be something simple, easy, and black. Yeah. I'm feeling overjoyed today. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful feeling to have, Yeah. I'm you also physically well hot, too. You know? um, so, um, not ready yet. But okay. <laughs> I'm going to keep y'all posted. If you're friends with me on Facebook, you probably already know what's going on. But if you're not, um, I'll update you at a later date. Um, but my favorite color combo, it's kind of changed over the years. At first, I would say black and gold. Like, I love, like, mm. a good black and gold. I actually prefer gold jewelry to... White gold or silver or um, anything like that. Um, but I'm cracking up because everybody is swaying like they in church. <laughs> Tanisha's facial expression now that is funny because she's like beaming. Just... <laughs> but um, housewise, anyone who's been inside of my house knows that I am a fall girl, and so the inside of my house is a burnt orange yeah um, i love it though yes nice. my kitchen is green um it did not come out in the shade of green that i was looking for but it all works together so <laughs> those are my favorite colors combo beautiful i am feeling adventurous i'm thinking of what my next hiking trip is going to be i gotta get one in before Aww. the end of the year Aww. so i gotta decide gonna where i don't know yet don't know yet but god willing before the end of the year uh, so that's what I'm feeling today. And for the house, I would definitely say like a Tiffany blue, white, and silver is a beautiful combo. Don't you know if I'm going to use it in my crib now, but in my head, that's a really nice combo. And I've seen some really nice um, houses put together with them colors. You would mm-hmm. love my mother-in-law's house. Mm-hmm. That like that coastal, that blue. Yeah. That is literally <laughs> like her house. house yes. Just a beautiful classy aesthetic. <laughs> it's you know? so bright. Yes. Yeah. Just touch a blue, just send you over. With some yes. colors. <laughs> yeah. Or like that sunset orange yellow with like either some of that gold also. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the outfit, I would probably ask it to my black, white and red or black, white and um hot pink in some shape wear form but you know those are my faves as of right now okay mm-hmm. <laughs> last but not least so i am feeling relaxed today very relaxed actually um and color combo for for wear it's definitely all black that is probably what i have the most <laughs> in my closet um but i typically put it with gold or silver accessories and I might make the shoe pop every once in a while but that's my go-to house combo I love my rose pink my gray and my gold um but I also like a turquoise and mustard I haven't done I did I tried to do it but my rose pink 
kind of over <laughs> overtook it <laughs> but um but yeah those are my color combos but i like rose pink everything so shoes purse i love that we all had different pillows. house faves <laughs> in our mind that's funny yeah okay. <laughs> but i think you can tell too like when you go to each person's house like personality coming through yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. tanisha what song is in your head today I don't know, man. I'm in a vibe right now. Just <laughs> vibe. Like, we are really sitting here like rocking. Yes. I don't know. At I don't know. Point, it's y'all a was vibe. going the same direction. <laughs> <laughs> I thought y'all was on a breakout in the song. It's funny. We're just waiting on the beat, Katura. What you gonna throw out? <laughs> We're just all in a really good mood today. I know so. the vibes. The vibes. Mm-hmm. Well, let me go ahead and bring it down a little. Oh. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So in trending topics today, we are discussing um, Jamie Foxx. Um, Courtney, can you give me that quote again? Um, so uh, Jamie Foxx was trending recently on the, the Twitter. I don't care if that man named it X. It's still going to be Twitter to me. Um, He was trending there and in the shade room for a post that he wrote that was offensive to um, people who identify as Jews. Um, The quote says, they killed this dude named Jesus. What do you think they'll do to you? Hashtag fake friends and hashtag fake love. So... um, that led to quite the reaction from the interwebs um, with a lot of people saying that Jamie Foxx was being anti-Semitic and being hateful towards the Jews. What y'all think? Courtney? I think that's a reach. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, that's a reach. They, no, absolutely not. That's all I got to say. Absolutely not. I just feel like this this day and age everybody is so sensitive that they it's almost like they're seeking for you to be like nobody even wants to be against y'all <laughs> like you weren't a thought in our mind and for you guys to think that somebody went out their way and made a post about Jesus and it was a dig at y'all like i mean it has, it's literally nothing to do with y'all. The hashtag alone says his nature of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Fake friends, fake love. Did he think he was talking, y'all thought he was talking about his Jewish friends? His Jew friends? <laughs> like, who, like, what did y'all think? Like, it's a clear as day, like, no miscommunication of a post to me. Right. No miscommunication. Yeah, and I don't even think so much it's the post. The post, obviously, in my mind, was not talking about Jews. He didn't mention Jews. Like (laughs) you just said, the hashtags were very clear, fake friends, fake love. But one of his friends, quote-unquote, that actually liked it and then kind of pushing back. I know the Internet can be very you know, overwhelming when they're coming at you and calling you an anti-Semitic and all that type of stuff. But you liked it under the same context that a lot of people saw it under, which was not under an anti-Semitic lens. So the same way where you're pushing back saying, I'm not anti-Semitic, I didn't like it under that context, she could have definitely, you know, stood up for her friend in that period as well, in my opinion. Um, Like, hey, my boy, I mean, he's not anti-Semitic. He meant it in this way. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just fake friends, fake love. He just went through... I mean, she didn't even have to give all the details. Just be like, yeah, he's not an anti-Semitic person because X, Y, Z, instead of doing the pushback. But personally, it didn't say anything about Jews. I don't understand why they felt that way. I just think they, like Courtney said, are reaching. And what was the, like, response for somebody who was offended? Like, what do they say as to why they felt offended by that? Um, So what it seemed like the comments were saying were basically the Jews were put through a lot of oppression in the name of Jesus. So for him to make a post saying that they did it to Jesus, what they think they'll do to you, and that's literally what was done to them because of what was done to Jesus. I mean, it's a history lesson. It's the same way, like, when we talk about white people and they enslaved black people, that that happened in this country. We're not going to vilify all white people in 2023, but when we're talking about our history and we're talking about the context, they're not the only people who enslaved people. Mm -hmm. But here in America, it was the white folk who Mm -hmm. did it. 
So the same way we can talk about history in reference to Jesus is the same way we can talk about it in other contexts too. Just see what the conversation is about and then have some grace with whatever the conversation is. Yeah. I just, and I, for me personally, I feel like, you know, people are putting on their like, do your, do your research. Like it's very delusional of you to think that everybody has to learn about everybody's life struggle. Like, I got to go do research on Jews to talk how I want to talk. You know what I mean? Like, the expectation of being like, well, you should know why it's anti-Semitic. Look it up. Get somebody to teach you. No, I don't. I Like, it wasn't about y'all. I wasn't thinking about y'all. I have enough research to do about my own history that, like, I just, I don't know. I feel like to expect people to know everything about everyone, to avoid stepping on toes, is it's like... That is a reach. We are normal people it's with impossible. lives. This yeah. man has a career. This man is has illnesses. This man is doing movies. And, and you want him to sit down and learn all about the Jews to avoid making a post on his page about what makes sense to him and his people. Mm-hmm. Nobody, yeah. None of us were confused. Especially <laughs> if you see, like, if, if you take into context and you take into intention it's kind of like you know he didn't mean anything by it because mm-hmm. he's referencing when he for to me because this is my first time hearing about it but he's referencing uh when he said fake love and fake friends it sounds like he was talking about jesus being betrayed by uh one friends. of his disciples judas i mean that's what i take it as i don't understand i don't i just don't get how you could be offended by that because he's giving reference uh, you know, he's showing precedent to something that has happened before. Mm-hmm. And it's just saying, like, why do I expect any different? When Jesus, this person who was held to such a high standard, when this happened to him, then it can happen to me too. So for you to be offended by a name that people like me reverence, um, I don't I don't know. It's just, it's a strong reach. And I feel like what he said applied to how they felt. It's like, yeah, they did a lot to Jesus. They said mean things to Jesus, too. You're not above that either. Right. People are going to say things that hurt you. You don't have to go rally up on a daggone Instagram post because your feelings are hurt. If they did it to Jesus, it can happen to you. Yeah. And it can happen to a group of you. Not saying that he did that, but like his post is like literally applying to y'all feelings <laughs> at this yeah. point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like We can really put it in your face like... This is what he meant, guys. Did you guys miss the the, the message? message. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if he didn't put those two hashtags, then it would have been like, oh, well, well, even then, I still no, don't because it's like he didn't say Jews. Like he, and I think he did that purposely because he already knows what can come back because mm-hmm. he's in this world, he's in the celebrity world, so they know oftentimes, like especially when it comes to this population, that it can be seen a certain kind of way. So, too much. Um. So too much. I believe in giving most people the benefit of the doubt. And um, I don't think Jamie Foxx has shown himself to be problematic. Yeah. Um, if this were Kanye, we would all clearly know <laughs> <laughs> and understand, understand what he meant. He was trying to come. But this is Jamie, who I don't know that I've heard anything controversial having to do with him. So I didn't think that they had to go in on him in the way that they did. Um, and I think, like, you know, in some ways we do live in, I'm not even going to say, like, we live in a sensitive society because for some reason sensitive doesn't really sit well with me as much as I think we have a lot of bored people that you know, look for reasons to start controversy online. Mm -hmm. Because when I saw what he said, I was not thinking he meant it like in a literal sense, like, oh, Jews betray Jesus. So Jews will betray you too. (laughs) I was just thinking he was saying like, you know, someone close to me did something messed up. And so I'm going to go on the interwebs and I'm going to vague book it. You know, yeah. do you guys remember that from um, what is it? Urban Dictionary, vague booking back in the day. Okay, never mind. That's okay. <laughs> but yeah, so I think that's what he did. But I will say, intention doesn't always match impact, and so I understand why he did choose to delete it and you know mm-hmm. clarify what he meant because you know I think 
<clears throat> not just for everybody on you know um, Twitter sphere or whatever wherever they're living, but I'm sure he has friends who are close to him who he wanted them to have a clear idea that like I don't believe in anti-Semitism and you know like that was not my intention um, in that way. But leave Jamie Foxx alone. That man just went through a lot. Leave him alone, okay? Yeah, we're team. Do y'all think Fox he sure. like? should have apologized though i think he did I apologize to say the same thing yeah i think clarification I clarification is fine i right. feel like when you get attacked on the internet there's a lot of feelings involved like you said your intentions don't match your impact right. i think that a post of clarification is 100 percent like all right y'all that's not what i meant but apologizing for like for what? <laughs> I feel differently. Because I, I, <laughs> I expected. <laughs> well, no, because I don't think it costs anything to apologize. Because I feel like we live in a society where people think like apologizing is the same thing as acknowledging I'm wrong. When really, I think apologizing is I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. That was not my intention. So what I'm saying could still be valid, but I care enough about you you what you think about me to apologize and say like hey i'm sorry so i'm sorry for hurting your feelings so i'm like it's not like now everybody no. is like oh you knew you were being like i think that up. applies to individuals in your life i think that applies to people that you care about right you like know and Close trust family. but i don't feel like Difference. i'm getting on the internet and apologizing to the masses of people and i have no idea who you are but like, he's his a apology post had a hundred and sixty thousand likes i like i just feel like who, who, I don't even know who I'm apologizing to at this point. Like, y'all know, like you said, to Jamie's character, I'm not even one of those guys. Like, this just wasn't that. Here's the clarification, and this is what I meant. But why do I have to apologize to a group of people that weren't even in mind when I said... I didn't even know that I said what y'all thought I said. <laughs> well, but you, I mean, you don't, like, he did not. I'm like, apologizing? But he didn't have to. He chose to. So it's not necessary to actually apologize. But I think he's a celebrity, and I think celebrities care about public opinions about them. But also, too, if he didn't mean anything by it, then it's not that big of a deal to actually just say, like, I'm sorry. I don't know. When I say no, an apology, I feel like somebody in their on their PR team is like Behind writing an apology it. for them and saying post this. Not for Jamie I don't think I it's think like it. genuine anyway. So I'm not. If I was a celebrity, I wouldn't do it um, I because I also don't want to give people the the thought. I don't want them to think that you can just have a feeling about something that I say and you know. I'm persuaded. My mind is yeah, changed. Yeah, and, and now and, and I'm just going to bend to your I'm to your will. I'm, I'm not doing that. Well, here's the thing. Like, when she first had said it, clarification was the first thing that I said. But when she said what she said about apologizing for the feeling, I would be more apt to do that for the feeling, but not apologize because I believe I'm wrong. And the only reason I say that is because now the discourse is talking about intent versus impact, right? I don't think he said anything wrong at all. I don't even see where it can be hurtful. Are there some people outside in the world who might think that it might be problematic because it hints at being about Jews? Maybe. For those folk who are, I can't even say sensitive because I, I, I don't even think it was wrong at all. But for those people who do have a problem with it, just to apologize that it made them feel a way, maybe. But then after that, clarifying and saying, I meant it this way. Just because he's he's in the public eye. Now, not if we're talking it. about people like <laughs> us that are like out in reality, it's not happening. Talking about regular people, I can be the queen. It won't happen. Of England, and I would not do it. I'm sorry. I just feel like it gives a a, a fold. It's, it comes up. It comes off to me like you folding. You know what you said. You know what you meant. Right. Clarify for the people who misunderstood. But an apology to me just. It does feel like I'm not standing on what I said. What I said. Not even really. Oh, I think it's like I apologize. Wrong. I apologize if it made made you feel a way, but the way I meant what I said, it could have been. It could be that, and then saying. But that's what clarification is for. So get over the fact that this was not a miscommunication. Like not like. Right. Y'all are just what? taking it and twirling it up around and making him say something that he did not say, and now I have to apologize. Yeah. I don't agree. I think if he was along the lines of something where we could easily view 
all right now, Jamie, that was borderline. Like you, there's a thin line. This was this a thick line. This is like a far fetch. I'm not apologizing. But communication is a two way street, though, right? Like we are responsible for what we're saying, but we also want to make sure that we're conveying things in a way where the other person also understands what we're saying, right? So, like, if if I'm speaking to you and you're not necessarily getting the heart or the intent of what it is that I'm saying, I do think that the onus is on me to try to explain it in a way that you will understand, right? So I kind of feel like in that way, like, I don't, it doesn't this isn't, apology, but this isn't, the, <laughs> it what it's he said, no, clarification. Okay, no, but this is not, I don't feel like this is something that, oh, I'm a stand on it. Like if like this to me doesn't feel important enough for him to like dig his heels in and be like, oh no, like I'm holding on to it. I'm going to like, this is not like, this is not that big of Maybe a deal. Not so this there's situation, no- but I feel like this about every time a celebrity apologizes about something that they were genuine about, something they were minding their business about and the internet bullied them into an apology. Right. I feel like, I just would not do it. To me, that comes off as folding. Like, you're only apologizing because this is the reaction that the internet... Like, you were bullied into getting on the internet and apologizing for something that you don't feel you're wrong for. I think bullied is a strong word. No, that's exactly what's happening. No, I think it's a strong word. And I think for people... I I think it's a strong word. Thousands of people. And if we're able to understand, and this is just how I am, if there is a misunderstanding and there is miscommunication and somebody is clarifying their intentions on what happened... And I actually understand I don't expect an apology. If they give me one, fine. Or if they truly hurt my feelings, right? But this is coming from maybe my mom or somebody. <laughs> like, mom, okay, mama, I know you didn't mean to, but that hurt my feelings. Now we can talk about an apology. But we're talking about a statement. We're talking about a statement that you misconstrued as a person when you're reading something on the internet. If you misconstrue a statement because you own Jamie Foxx freaking page and you got your feelings hurt, then I think Unfollow. you need to, oh, he didn't mean it that way. Oh, okay. And just keep it moving. This man does not owe nobody an apology. I don't think but, owe is a strong word. I don't think he owes him an apology. He doesn't have to do it. You know what I mean? But he did and he did because nice to me I didn't feel like it was <laughs> that big he's just apologizing <laughs> because it might have made you feel away he didn't have to do it but he did it and then he put clarification after that and you're right not everybody's gonna want to do it but for him and his stature absolutely I feel like it's important I think the for, internet backs people up against the wall and makes them apologize like I, if it was a principle they, thing okay, so if I it was a really religion or a principle thing <laughs> like, I would have been like okay I don't think but it's not a principle if it was a principle like I believe on this strongly if it was a moral principle thing yeah it was just that statement like whatever I, I don't think the internet I don't anything that these people apologize for I promise you it wouldn't be me. <laughs> it's okay, Katara. We got you, girl. We hear you. Well, I, don't I don't think it's what community. I just don't think it was I don't that big care of what but. religion. If I said something and you took it personal, and I don't even know you personally, I'm not apologizing. That to me is a level of delusion that is beyond me. There's no way I would comment on Beyonce's page and be like, I cannot believe you would wear an outfit like that. I am so offended and expect an apology. Okay, oh, like man. that. That would not. Okay, happen. now that is ridiculous. That's, that's you not. No. You, regardless of the circumstance, <laughs> you came to somebody's page where they're expressing their thoughts, their feelings, their their right to do so, and you because you're offended by my right and freedom of speech, <laughs> you want an apology? Like that to me is mind boggling and delusional. And I feel like the only reason these celebrities do it is because they are internet trolled and bullied into doing so. And I just don't think it's right. And I would stand on anything I said if I was a celebrity. Y'all and I feel this me. way about anything. <laughs> Even if somebody says like a racial slur, I don't expect an apology. That's how they truly feel. I see how you feel and I move accordingly. Like I don't have to follow you. I don't have to witness what you're saying. I don't have to support you. I don't have to support you. I now know that you don't like my kind and that's fine. But I'm not going to expect an I'm apology. I'm not going to expect an apology. You can keep your job too. I don't care. But, but Jamie Foxx is not that person, though. You know what I mean? I don't think that's a good comparison because Jamie Foxx is not coming for somebody's. But it's just the know. principle. Like, if somebody says something, what that is I the do principle? not 
If somebody says something I don't agree with or I'm offended by, I don't know. This is a celebrity. (laughs) I do not know. They do not know me for sure. Like expecting a public apology is just stupid. Like, I just feel like. Was that what they were asking for? They were asking him to apologize on the apologies. They're like, thank you. Thank you so much for doing this. And this clarified there. Okay. But I don't necessarily know that that (laughs) is the expectation, right? Like, I don't know that internet trolls or internet. That's their expectation. If not, they would call their homies and talk about it. Like you're commenting on somebody's post in the masses by the thousand. You're arguing under somebody's post. You're doing the absolute most. Now this man manager calling his public, his PR calling everybody calling him like, man, Jamie, you got the internet in shambles. You got to do something like that is like forced apology. And I don't think that's right. And if Jamie Foxx is the person that we all think he is, we know that he's smart enough and his intentions were pure when he typed the post. As a matter of fact, his feelings hurt and whoever betrayed him need to apologize. (laughs) For putting him in this position in the first place. I just, I just would not, I would not do it. I'm sorry. I'd be your friend, Jamie. But if I were a celebrity, nobody would hear anything from me. It would be silent. If I had radio. fake friends, they would just be faked out of my life. None of y'all would you know, know but about these it. Celebrities are he- are human too, though, and it's like sometimes we reshare something that's like uh, indirect. You know, we want the right person to watch this story and see that. Like even we, mm-hmm. well, not, I haven't done so that since college. Yeah, but you've done it and you're human and maybe that's how he felt. Or maybe it was a circumstance where the person who's fake doesn't know that he know now that they fake. And so he, <laughs> well, that's a lot. <laughs> he, he dropped a little post just to let you know if you think it's you, if the shoe fit. It's probably fit, is you. <laughs> if the shoe fit, it's probably you. Like, he's human and he probably wanted to drop a post that was on some like, just know I know. Mm-hmm. Right. Whichever friend is this, you know. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> Jamie, go ahead and just send them a text. To let them know. <laughs> nah, Jamie, give us our trending for next week. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us who it is. Some more material. <laughs> we Tell us who it is and what they did so we can talk about it on the podcast, Jamie. Ooh, baby. <laughs> we going to continue to work on our intent versus impact. I just watched um, his movie Ray like a couple weeks ago and I'm just like, man, that was a stellar performance. He was. He is phenomenal. Oh, I, will, I don't care what he said. He could have actually said something against them and I was still like, Couture, oh, you're <laughs> so proud. <laughs> After that movie, you just he was can't hate him. <laughs> he was good. You would have thought he was Ray He's Charles. A very he did a good job. Individual. He, he is super, job. super, super talented. Mm-hmm. The internet is hating. They are. Yeah, Jamie didn't. And I heard it. he did good on that Netflix movie too. I didn't watch it yet though. Which the one? one? They clone oh. Tyrone. Oh yeah, he yeah. did good. It was real good. Yeah. I watched half. Half half of it. It's was it long? I gotta it finish it. No, I should just be going to bed early. Oh. <laughs> it was really good though. I'm gonna watch the it. message. The messages were loud and clear in that one for mm. sure. What is it? It's called Don't Clone Tyrone. They they clone Tyrone. Don't clone Tyrone. And D- oh, they clone Tyrone. Tyrone. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Wait. So like, what is the message? It's so, a lot, girl. Without telling. Without telling. Without telling the movie, yeah. I think that they were making play on like the fact that they want certain gang members and certain people are part of the community so they keep making the same version of a person to keep the communities in the same cycle that they're going in they're putting stuff in our food and our hair products and everything like that to control how we think and how we feel and it was kind of like a a government type of movie and the movie was basically about this test that they were doing on the community so like for example like at one point in the movie this girl was getting a perm and at first, she's talking about, like, my, my bills ain't paid, my rent due. Like, I'm just so stressed out. And as the lady started, like, laying a perm on her head, she was like, but I'm just so happy and blessed. And, and it just kept them in a cycle of never getting better. Mm-hmm. And so it was really good. It yeah. was very good. Yeah. Like, the messages were in it for sure. But Jamie definitely had an outstanding performance, per usual. Yeah. It was a yeah. simple role, but it was good. Yeah. He played, like, a pimp, so it was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I can't I wait to check consider that out. watching it. Um, it's a movie, so it's not like you got to tie to a, a season. We know how your husband feels about that. It's like, I don't suggest no shows to me. I ain't watching it. <laughs> Oh, that so was Rob's um, PowerPoint at oh, his yeah, PowerPoint yeah, yeah. party that he had was don't, send don't any suggest shows. any more shows. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It is a lot out here. Yeah, so that was good. So, mm-hmm. Tanisha, tell us about our next 
Brownstorming. So our brownstorming that Miss Courtney picked last week was about 16 personalities, but not a one of us was prepared for that. Because oh. there is quite a bit that's involved with the test itself. But it was it's a very intuitive test. And once you take it, it asks you a series of questions that you get to answer. And it tells you really accurately everyone that I've talked to and suggested to take the test has said that it's pretty spot on and all of the ladies of Brown Epiphany are in agreement with that and Miss Joe's husband also took it and also said the same thing um, so we each had taken the test a while ago when we did or when I did put the topic in our jar and three of us are INFJ with Joe's being the turbulent. T for turbulent and Courtney and I is being A for what is A for? Assertive. Advocate. Ad, no, no, no it's assertive. assertive. Yes, we're advocate. All we're all advocates. advocates. Oh, a lot. Y'all yes. listen to me. So our personality types are advocates, but we are all INFJ, but Courtney and I are assertive and um, Joe's is turbulent. Oh, I see. And uh, Keturah's was the entertainer, but I don't remember the letters for hers. Um, mine says this one? E-S-F-P-A. E-S-F-P, yes. So she's an E-S, yeah, A, so assertive, not a turbulent one. Um, And the reason we really wanted to talk about it is because it really does give you a good impression of the kind of person that you are. It talks about your strengths and your weaknesses. It talks about the kind of uh, parent that you would be, the kind of child, how you are in relationships, uh, what kind of career you'd probably be better geared towards. So it really gives a really in-depth view of who you are and what the trajectory of your life might look like based on the way you answer your questions. So obviously in answering the questions, be as honest and real as possible to get the best explanations. Um, so I guess I'll go, Ooh, let me pull up this email a lot. Um, and say what I believe I'm in agreement with in reference to the strengths. Um, I would definitely say, uh, Principled and passionate are some strengths along with altruistic. Uh, And that's in the sense that I really do feel like a lot of my life's purpose is involved with helping people. So that's why when you click on it, go on to it. Yeah. Um, And that's what I feel like my life's purpose is tied to is being altruistic, is being open and um, putting the needs of others Uh, as a priority within my own life and anything that I believe in principle wise it doesn't matter who you are I'm I'm probably going to be passionate about advocating for it Uh, so that is true and then with the weaknesses for me one of them is prone to burnout and the other is perfectionism because I like everything to be top tier I try to make (laughs) sure everything is supposed to look a certain kind of way anything that I put my name on I want to be the best Uh, so it's no wonder that one of the weaknesses is also being prone to burnout because that is not sustainable long term Um, so that's just a piece with mine. I don't know if Courtney is in agreement with some of those strengths and weaknesses, but we did match as far as the personality type. Let's start off with the percentages. Like, was that surprising for anybody? The, I'm Um, the only one different from y'all, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, but we might match up on certain things though. Yes. Okay. So mine says, um, 57% extroverted. 54% 54% observant, um, 56% feeling, 58% prospecting, and 81% assertive. Okay. And that makes sense because I think those go with your letters. They call those. me entertainer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what was your strategy and role? Did it say? People mastery. People mastery, yep. That's so funny you say good. that because, like, I feel like the older I get, the more that changes for me. Mm-hmm. I feel like in my, na- in my natural self, mm-hmm. like, or coming up, growing up, I was definitely the person like, Katara, get all the games started. Get everybody mm-hmm. together. To-. Mm-hmm. Like, I was hype man whenever I needed to be hype man. Like, mm-hmm. I just kept, I keep energy going. And now, like, the older I get, the more I feel like I don't like people as much. And I'm getting to that point where I'm like, I used to walk in a room and just be like, who am I going to talk to? Mm-hmm. Now I walk in a room like, 
who finna talk to me? <laughs> <laughs> Let me find a corner. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny because I think, um, well, I'll say what my percentages are before I, I go into it. So mine, um, I'm 62% introverted, um, 55% intuitive, 52% feeling, um, 76% judging, and 74% turbulent. Um, <laughs> judging, that's a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it says for judging? It says you're likely highly organized, decisive, and thorough. You value clarity and prefer planning to spontaneity. Mm-hmm. We all know that. You to a but, T. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was going to say is, um, so kind of like you, um, I feel like when I was younger, I used to be a lot more extroverted, but then... Like, as I've gotten older and, like, I've done a lot of these tests, I find myself falling more on the extreme side of being um, introverted. And I think I was having this um, conversation with someone about how, like, you know, like, I'm Nigerian and, like, growing up, like, like, I was in church a lot, hanging out with people. So I sometimes, like, wonder if I just socialized myself to be extroverted but I've always been introverted and that now with me being older maybe I'm a little bit more ready to embrace that Mm -hmm. or the other part is I am a therapist and I do talk to people all day so like I think maybe like in my personal life I pull back a little bit more and I don't really have as much like social energy to be talking even more. Cause I think I'm also like a good listener. So I feel like a lot of my friends feel very comfortable talking to me about stuff, but sometimes like at the end of the day, like I might not have it within me. So I feel like I tend to pull back a little bit more, but um, I think maybe I am introverted. I don't know. I so y'all don't be saying you being I, a little bit of both. Like you introvert be and extrovert. Girl. Yeah. You and Rob, y'all <laughs> friends go here, there, everywhere, every weekend. Um, I feel like people, because Rob and I are always together, maybe sometimes read Rob's energy. Rob is always outside. I am always outside with my husband. But it's not and your friends. Well, Okay, yeah. It'd be with your friends, so you are the social butterfly. That, I don't really think I'm that social, though. I think you guys feed off of each other's energy. So, I, like, I, I he's, think we he's do. like an energy booster for sure, and yeah. you have that as well, but I think you guys feed off of it, each other, and that makes y'all together It's so weird that a you social say butterfly. that, because I would literally say it's the opposite for Rob, your husband, my oh. brother. Like, coming up, we never seen him. He was always in his room, homebody. <laughs> didn't go nowhere. Didn't do anything. Now he's growing. He all outside. What you doing outside? <laughs> you Where know, you got that from? So but, y'all, yeah, like y'all are so for you to say extrovert kid and now introvert adult. And he was introvert kid now extrovert adult is like it's a perfect match. Yeah, yeah. you got to be somewhere right at the fifty. Cusp. I don't. I don't. I don't really. Cause okay, so I feel like a lot of the time when people think about like extrovert versus introvert, I think um, people are like, okay, you like being around people. Like for extrovert and introverts don't. But really, it's more about where you get your energy from. I feel like I feel exhausted after interacting with people. Like for like, I just. I'm tired. Like I don't. And you guys know this because, like, when I've had black girl check in at my house, you guys know, like, there reaches a certain point where my energy is just—it's down in the pits. <laughs> and I'm like looking at everybody, and that's when everybody Time starts being like, "Oh, Joe's ready for you guys to leave or whatever." And I'm like, "No, no, you could see us." Know why you say no? Right? Because <laughs> because we, we know. No, we peep. It's we written peep. across your forehead. That's funny. I do have an expressive face, but um, but I. I I will say though like I feel like my husband's also one of very few people where I don't feel like um I don't want to use the word drain but like I feel like my energy is still there because like Rob and I could sit on the couch and I'll be reading a book and he'll be watching something else and like we're good we don't have to talk and then there's other times where we're like debating each other which is funny because I'm thinking about it because on Sunday we were in the car like before church and we're like 
arguing about Kanye and Kim Kardashian (laughs) and like the Vons pull up and I'm like looking at them and I'm like they probably think like we are like going at it like (laughs) in the car but we're like talking about like Kim Kardashian and Kanye West and who's right and who's wrong and just like getting all because we just like to debate so anybody at the church they was not fighting (laughs) it was a debate (laughs) what made y'all think about Kim and and Kanye after church. No, no this, this is was before. before. Oh, they just yeah. woke up with stuff on. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't remember. I probably brought it up because usually I'm the person who brings up the problematic topics. <laughs> <laughs> was it something on Twitter y'all saw? No, no, I don't even think that was it. Like we just talk about like the randomest things ever. Like we'll be. I've been watching Dance Moms, so like we'll talk about Dance Moms and like raising kids and like. Oh, we like, need to talk about that off air. <laughs> Dance Moms is toxic. Very. <laughs> Go ahead, Courtney. <laughs> Um, I was sitting here trying to think when y'all was talking about, I don't know what I was when I was a child. I'm gonna think about it. But right now it says I'm 66% introverted. Um, I like being in the house. I think for me, I prefer being in the house above anything else. Um, but in the house can mean I can go out of town and be in the house (laughs) 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 or like you know whatever just as long as I'm relaxing I really just like to relax and work at the same time but I don't know so but I remember but I don't mind coming out the house somebody just has to get me out the house (laughs) so I feel like I was like that as a child too now that I'm thinking about it I had Courtney out of the house for like a year straight. One time. Yeah, somebody just got to get me out. But if nobody comes and get me, even, I'm in there. Say no. I used to be like, girl, you coming? And I tried. I'd be like, no. <laughs> yeah, you are. Just get dressed. <laughs> like, you got to get me out the house. Um, energy. This is a, oh, never mind. Intuitive. This is the truth. 59%. I told y'all God be speaking to me. Um, 73% feeling. 78% judging. Oh, Lord. I don't know about that one. And then 65% assertive. I can't believe I'm less feeling than you. That's interesting. Yeah. We're closer. Girl, what is, what is y'all feeling? roles and strategies? Girl, you Which one is roles and strategies? Is it like belong? So it, it should say it like underneath the personality type. It'll say the traits. And then oh, your role okay. is whatever and then your strategy is whatever i'm gonna read something funny that they say that i'm like ooh, that's me mm-hmm. okay so it says under um oh, i done lost it was it under strengths or weaknesses Where was no it no no. it's under a spontaneous um spirit hold on which is definitely you yeah it's, mm-hmm. it's giving that <laughs> Girl, you said roles and strategies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I, I don't know why I can't Role hear and strategy. So while Katora is looking up oh, hers. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. Go ahead. Go okay. Ahead. It says, the biggest challenge entertainers face is that they are so often focused on immediate pleasures that they neglect the duties and responsibilities that make those luxuries possible. <laughs> <laughs> Katora, is that you? Right? Is that you? <laughs> it's like a glove. <laughs> That is funny. I said, oh, dang. Where did you, you find that? Uh, well, mine going to say something different because yeah. I'm an entertainer. But it do say my for my strengths and weaknesses, um, my entertainer strengths, it says bold, original, aesthetics and showmanship, practical, observant, excellent people skills. And then my weaknesses say sensitive, not surprised, um, conflict at averse so mm-hmm. oh that's yeah. good it says entertainers sometimes ignore and avoid conflict entirely that that's me that is so hard y'all 100 <laughs> i'm like girl say something <laughs> you and can't... i'm like no <laughs> but why it'll help <laughs> well, well why would i do that <laughs> i just don't feel like they'll respond how i want them to be... <laughs> and then it says um easily bored Poor long-term planners. That's 100%. (laughs) I got a plan within 60 days. (laughs) And unfocused. So, yeah. So, a strength of mine is that I'm creative. Who knew? You did know. Huh? I did know. (laughs) Advocates aren't. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. You should confront her. It says the board. There's two moves for drama. That's what I'm saying to you. You should confront. 
You should. <laughs> All the time. Why not? Oh Advocates aren't exactly like everyone else. I knew I told y'all. Mm-hmm. And that's a wonderful thing. People with this personality type embrace their creative side. Always on the lookout for opportunities to express themselves and think outside of the box. That's mm-hmm. one of them. I tried to say something different from Tanisha's. Mm-hmm. Let me see one that I'm surprised about for a um, weakness. Because y'all know I don't think I have weaknesses. Mm. Maybe that's Ooh. one of them. You know, that actually goes very <laughs> that's, well. That's a weakness. Like a that's a weakness? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> to not know Perfectionistic. There yep, it is. That's the one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not this, not this little we test could do no wrong. Ours, so this yes. is funny. This is literally cracking me up. So it says that my role would be a diplomat. Um, Same. Yeah, I think all three of us are. The strategy was confident individualism. Yeah. Same. That's oh, so we're all guys. Say what? Well, confident not individualism. What does that mean? What's the description? I mean, I, it doesn't say the description oh, okay. underneath it, but if I was to think what it would mean, I would love it. to be in my house as well. Like, we if can, I'm out in the streets. It and it comes up. Oh, does it? What does mm-hmm. it say confident individualism is? Because I can't click mine. Substance over superficiality. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, self assurance and self reliance. Amen. Yeah. Glory. <laughs> it doesn't come from anybody. Wait, we gotta read this stuff. Unlikely leader. Well, we're leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying not to read. Ooh, it says we unlike any other personality strategy. Are y'all ready for this? Y'all ain't ready, so I'm going to tell Mm. y'all. We have control over our mindset. Mm -hmm. Mm. And something, something, an important factor in determining determining their happiness. That's Mm -hmm. the truth. Amen. Um, Okay, I like that. uh, I'm really, like, skimming over this because there's a lot of stuff, Mm y'all. So for those who are listening, y'all should probably take this test. Yes. Um, and actually send us what you guys are because we would love to hear. Absolutely. Um, what a say for y'all romantic relationship one? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Well, I was definitely say for advocates, you may know they say that some INFJs that are popular are Nelson Mandela, Mother Teresa, Ooh. Lady Gaga, and Morgan Freeman. That's who would say you're like advocates, you may know. Yeah, well. Romantic relationship wise, um, seeing as Courtney does not want to share. Well, okay. Does yours say for turbulent and or assertive? No, I'm turbulent. Oh, okay. So what y'all find in this stuff at? Well, the for a the romantic relationships, you keep if going. You it's after friend. It's after. Well, a strength obviously right isn't technology. Okay, right here. Yeah, <laughs> it says it can take time for advocates to find a compatible partner. Mm-hmm. Some people might mm-hmm. think advocates are too choosy, mm-hmm. and it's true that these personalities can be prone to unrealistic expectations. Yes. With their perfectionistic, idealistic nature, advocates might be tempted to hold out for a perfect partner or relationship that ultimately doesn't exist. The good news, advocates' idealism, if balanced with just enough realism, can actually enhance their love life. I think that's where I come in as the turbulent person. Mm. Okay, well, so back to the right? <laughs> it's the same. They are. It's it's just, no, that's valid. So the biggest thing, because I did a lot of reading on the difference between um, assertive and turbulent. Mm-hmm. So we're similar, but you guys are like, so like I'm more fueled by like doubt and I'm more critical and I'm more likely to focus on the mistakes and the imperfections and zoom in on those things and try to perfect them. Whereas they tend to be a little bit more positive and maybe even ignore whatever the imperfections are and just keep (laughs) moving. Whereas I'm like hyper-focused and I like want this to be perfect and I want to fix this and I want to fix that. No, I ain't a fixer. I'm moving on. Huh? I'm not a fixer. Well, yeah, that's another thing too is you guys like with whatever mistakes are made in the past, you're like, oh, blowing through it. Whereas I'm like, nope, we're going to go back. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to fix it. Well, that's good for your, that's good for your career though. But wanting to go back to the, I think our past does inform our present. So yeah. It can be. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. It just depends on, on how much you focus on it though. Cause it could be the reason why you don't take a next step too. 
versus somebody who's just like, well, I'll figure it out as I go. Yeah. You're kind of like, well, let me get it this too long. Let me yeah. get this yeah. squared away first before I do this, where we're more like, well, we'll do it simultaneously. Uh, well, yeah, and I'm not like I'm not like a risky person. Like even my even my um, decisions that look impulsive are not impulsive, like either, because I'm an avid planner. I'm a plan everything out to the T. And okay, so I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I did not read all this stuff when we I took it. I didn't notes. realize we can go yeah, and look. And it's so good, y'all. Yeah. I so highly it, recommend our listeners do this. This is like seriously a lot of information. strengths and weaknesses, romantic relationships, friendships, parenthood, career paths, workplace, workplace habits. Not us, me, because I'm child. I'm right. looking at parenthood, and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna be a dope like, parent Katora. This, this must be why children like me and i don't hardly like them but it's a entertainers are some of the most relaxed fun loving parents out there playing with children is a genuine pleasure for them and people mm-hmm. with the entertainer personality type constantly devise new and exciting ways to enjoy their time with their children from the moment they hold their babies um they take joy and wonder that their children experience and everything around them and share and encourage as much as possible. That's gonna be me, cause I'll be watching these little videos on like um, TikTok and people be like, this was the arts and craft we did with our kids today. Aww. And I'd be like, save. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I'm gonna do that when I have kids. Like, I just feel like, oh my God, I wanna do everything. Yeah. Me and Courtney were out at lunch like uh, a couple months ago and it was like two girls walking with their big old strollers and they're just hanging out. I'm like, that's gonna be us one day. Aww, <laughs> look at God. <laughs> manifestation so mine is like mine was um on the very beach structured. we were on the beach right yeah. mine was very like structured it's like um advocates it says advocates have a clear vision for what matters to them raising their children to be independent and all around good people (laughs) (laughs) which it's funny because i had this conversation with rob when we did it because me and rob like whenever we talk about raising our kids i feel like we balance each other because we're so like i'm very like i want my kids to be good i want them to be functional i want them (laughs) like to be able and like rob also wants them to be functional too but because i mean even when it comes to like taking care of like um our dog that we have i feel like we like approach it like rob is just like very loving he'll like pick him up and just be petting him (laughs) like you know nonstop. whereas i'm like I'll pet him and then go wash my hands. And then I'm like, I'm not touching you for another hour. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, yeah, Mine basically says parenthood is going to be wild and free. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Husband is definitely going to have to be on the disciplinary action (laughs) because we outside. Like, my kids about to have a fun life. So that is funny. This whole thing is just I need like, to, I'm going to read all of this tonight. I don't um, understand. See, this this right here just, for me, eliminates all that stuff. Y'all be talking about zodiac signs. Like, but see, man, zodiac signs is different. Type. Right. Zodiac it's, signs. It's, like, no, Courtney, it's definitely I'm the just going to. Uh, no. Courtney, zodiac signs, I'm going to assume you're a certain kind of way because you're born on a specific day and time. Well, but like it says this, that Capricorn women are perfect and I am. So like. Okay. Well, you can agree on that end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but not everything else. Because this, you oh actually, they ask you questions and you answer them to the best of your ability and they come up with your personality type based on that. But you are already your personality type based on your zodiac so you're just answering the questions anyway so it's the same so i disagree tell me that somebody who has a different birthday to me couldn't get the same exact results i got because they're... no that just means you two are similar in the zodiac mm-hmm. that's all it's only 12 of them so and how many no y'all be moving a goalpost with zodiac well, well, be, there's only like, like 12 fire sign and, and rain sign Wait, Couture, and aren't you a taurus aren't you a taurus Aren't you a Taurus? No, I'm a child of God. She's yeah. a Taurus. She and I'm pretty sure your mom is also a Taurus as well. And you guys both ended up being entertainers. So that's my mother. She raised me. Yep. She gave Point me life. for the Zodiacs. She gave me life. Of I don't course know about I'm going to be like her. Well, one, good, one thing about the Zodiacs, though. Um, first of all, I will just say I'm not supposed to be as invested into the Zodiacs as I am as a believer. <laughs> It's just interesting, <laughs> but research has it that uh, parents have children that 
they are compatible with in the zodiac. So your household is technically all compatible signs, each and every one of you. You would not have a sign that's not compatible. I don't your... believe that. I okay. feel like there is one. No, I'm telling there's you. There's got to be households I'm where there's opposing you. ones. So mm-hmm. what about when they don't get along and stuff? And they... It doesn't necessarily mean like you don't compatible. get a... It doesn't mean that like they don't, that they always get along. We're talking about family <laughs> here. But it's something that you need in your life and that's why they're in your life let's test it out what's friendship you and groups what's you and rob's uh taurus zodiac signs all three of them are tauruses yeah but oh, also okay. they're the most my like flexible cancer and my dad i think is aquarius but mm-hmm. here's the thing it goes perfectly because rob katora and mom have very similar personalities flexible go with the flow we're gonna jump in where we're needed she raised us but she, she raised Kiara too. No, my daddy did her. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, so are Aquarius and Cancer are they compatible or whatever? Well, I don't know. But I feel kind like of, it's like in some kind of way they they work. They are, okay. And you'll notice that in your friend groups too, mm. like your friend groups, people who you like mm-hmm. connect with. You are compatible in your. Trust me, I do my research on this. Okay, Ooh, child. <laughs> trust me. I, I don't place any like hyper importance but, on any you of know, these things. You but. don't have to believe it because yeah. I'm not supposed to. But <laughs> <laughs> this thing is on point, though. I'm not gonna lie. Like, yeah, it's. I'm looking at my um, career path too, and it says um, entertainer personally type are at a party or a concert. They reflect the mood. Um, the mood giving them that party people image when their friends are sad they mirror that with sympathy and empathy and when there is a crisis entertainers adapt as well matching the intensity of the situation and ours says i'm just gonna read real quick um gravitate advocates gravitate toward work as counselors therapists, psychologists, social workers, teachers, yoga instructors and spiritual leaders I probably will. Mine falls. says, mine said falls too. It says entertainers' personalities are natural event planners, sales representative. Hello, I'm a realtor. Mm-hmm. Trip planners, tour guides, as each of these create a sense of excitement, stimulation, and novelty between them and their customers. And then um, more so, because I got to get Tanisha in here, it says also including occupations such as nursing, physical, occupational therapy, medicine, mm-hmm. nutrition, or more holistic paths. So it's yeah. seeming like. I am not operating in my purpose. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I um, am a counselor of some sort, but you are. a financial counselor. Yes. Just right. not, yeah. But Right, that's yeah. within it. Mm-hmm. So this is actually really good, y'all. Mm-hmm. If you don't know where your life at, just do the 16 personality. And or if it, you just want some more clarification, you know girl. what I mean? Just a more in-depth look. Because, I mean, this, this literally breaks down to tea mm-hmm. y'all gonna know if y'all married to the right person and everything i'm gonna go home and read this don't get divorced though mm-hmm. but I'm gonna, you gonna know take it i'm gonna make him read it <laughs> I'm gonna, i mean i'm gonna make him take it yep yeah this is really this good. Is funny yeah i didn't why didn't i read all of this the last time i, I didn't know I how that you can flip pages like that yeah it gets into the nitty-gritty i'm like oh y'all trying to really tell me who i am mm-hmm. <laughs> i need to pray about this lord I, you know i'm in your will right lord <laughs> <laughs> this little website trying to tell me about myself it's good yeah for sure so. definitely look at that on the right path yeah so we 100 percent encourage you to check out 16 personalities you can literally just Type it into Google. The test will come up and have some fun with it. We did another test one time, too, an attachment style test. Oh, that did. would be a good one that, that we would could be talk about. Well. So do do the attachment style one, too, mm-hmm. y'all. It's so much fun to just kind of figure out. I'm secure, by the way. Secure. You were secure, too, attachment oh, okay. style. So, yeah, know. like, we have so much fun just finding out about ourselves. It's yeah. like, hold the mirror up to me, please. So definitely do 16 personality mm-hmm. test. And thanks so much for joining us. Let again. us know what they yes. say. Absolutely, y'all. Maybe we can hang out if we get along. I <laughs> <laughs> Just playing. I'm in the house. <laughs> Do we have a shout out today? Um, 
I know we didn't talk about it. We're going off the dome. Oh, um, I do have someone. Um, Liz. Um, Liz. Hey, Liz. Yeah, Liz is hey, a friend hey. of ours. And she was, um, she like sent me some voice notes on uh, Facebook Messenger yesterday or maybe the day before. And it was like her just kind of talking about the episode where we talked some about education um, within it. And so she was just talking about like her experience, like being from like an immigrant family and education being like the, this is what you got to do kind of um, situation. Wow. So thanks for listening to thanks us. Thanks for listening Liz. Liz, for your insight. Yeah. We appreciate we you. Feedback. Yes, we do. We look forward to hearing from more of you. So don't forget that we are at Brown Epiphany Podcast at gmail.com. And maybe you don't want to send us an email. Feel free to reach out to us on Instagram and Facebook as well. We would love to hear from you. And don't forget to follow us on Apple Podcasts. I know last episode they killed me because I said Apple Music. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. We can be Brown Epiphany singers too. No, no. We can't. (laughs) We'll leave that to you, Katora. Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Joe. Joe don't get words right. We ain't putting her on (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) So thank you guys so much and look forward to hearing from you. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys.